You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Our names are Dante Serechia and Tyler Hoskin. For years, we sat in front of silver screens, silently watching programs filled with regular people who become heroes. Now, we not so humbly take it upon ourselves to tell you about them and their stories. Together, we review and rank the superhero and comic book theme shows airing today. To do so, we have to become someone else. And as partners, we must become something else. We are the Super Boob Tube Dudes. the Super Boob Tube Dudes podcast. I'm your host, Dante Serechia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we are the Dudes. And I uh, hope everyone had a happy Labor Day uh, everywhere. Um, I know they don't call, call it that everywhere, but we all work, right? Most of us do. <laughs> um, sip of bourbon. Um, yeah, so, uh, man, today we are going to talk about last week's shows. It, it is Tuesday, uh, September, what is it, the 7th? Yes. And we're going to talk about last week's stuff. We usually kind of get together on Tuesdays, but lately it's been Thursdays, and uh, it seems like we've kind of now been caught up on certain things. And we're going to go ahead and talk about a few shows here. We're going to talk about Supergirl. We're going to talk about Stargirl, all the girls. Mm. <laughs> um, we're going to get into Legends. Uh, and not, well, are we going to talk about Legends? Or are we a week behind on Legends? Uh, yes. I don't think we talked about the one where Constantine and Bishop team. Right. Right, right, right. Okay, so yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. We're not going to talk about last Thursday's Legends. So we're a little... A little short on, on, on that specific show, but we'll definitely get into uh, – uh, we'll do two episodes of that probably next week. Um, but, yeah, so then after that, or in no particular order – oh, <clears throat> excuse me. We're also going to be talking about What If and Titans. Yes, the old Titans. Uh, now, why, why don't we start with Titans? This was an interesting uh, episode. Um, and I don't know. I mean, does it feel like we always just like jump right into the show so fast? <laughs> there, there's no, I don't <laughs> what know. Else we, like, what talking, else you got to talk about? Like, Nothing. Not I don't know. It's like <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, well, I was just, it just feels, it just, I don't know, it felt off, but, uh, how are you doing? Um, <laughs> 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 uh, no, so, um, I mean, yeah, so we, uh, there's, as for, like, news or whatever, uh, there's not too much. I mean, there's a little bit of Marvel stuff we can kind of talk about, you know, after we get into, uh, you know, what if. But, I mean, as for, like, the DC things, I, I don't know why, why I like to do this, but sometimes I just kind of like to throw in news as we talk about the shows. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's too necessary right, right now. There's not much going on with DC stuff as, as far as, as, as news or especially for, um, you know, we got a trailer for Doom Patrol. I'm going to be honest with you, Tyler. 
I didn't watch that trailer. It, <laughs> it is whack. Yeah, I, the first trailer was whack, and I was like, I don't know if I could take another whack trailer. I just need to see the show uh, episode the, to episode. The actual, the yeah, the actual trailer showed like a little bit more of what is actually going to go down instead of the little teaser. Yeah, and it's, okay, uh, it's going to be a lot of time travel. Oh, really? Yeah. How? I don't know. Oh no! I, don't, I have no okay. idea how it's going to happen, but um, ah. Michelle Gomez, who played the Master and Doctor Who, yes, is, yes, isn't it? So she's uh, basically a Time Lord in this too. Yeah, it sounds like that's how it's. She's coming in <laughs> and kind of introducing time travel-y stuff, so that should be interesting. Oh no! Okay, well, I mean that's your DC news. I mean, there's really, really not much going on. Or anything that's been really released at all? Have you have you seen anything that's been kind of going around? Uh, you know the interwebs about any of these shows right now. I mean, other than the things we already know that we've talked about. I mean, we know we're I guess supposed to be getting the like, Flash. I, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff Stargirl. that hits the internet and social media, and you're just like, I think you're full of bananas and. Well, I mean, other than, you know, they know the casting announcements and things for certain characters we're going to see in these new seasons. Yeah. But that stuff comes out so early. There's and there, Yeah, there was one thing I right. saw about um, Stephen Amell, and he's interested in a HBO Max limited series for Arrow. He, well, okay, well, here, I'll talk about that because I listened to all of that audio while he was on a uh, uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, Inside of You. And it's like his third or fourth appearance on the show. And they were talking about heels and stuff, which I haven't watched yet, by the way. But I, I, I do want to check out. But he talked about that. And he was like, you know, do you want to go back to Arrow? Uh, you know, if they called you, would you do it? And he's basically, basically what he said is that, yeah. He's like, I would come back in a heartbeat. He's like, I love doing that show. He's like. And not that he needs to do it because he has, you know, these other things going on, which is great, but he loves that character of Oliver Queen. Um, you know, and he said that he would absolutely do it if it was like some kind of limited series thing, if they had a cool idea to bring the character back. And it's like, I would totally come back, but he never said he wanted to do anything. He just said he would, if it was offered to him and they had a cool idea. And I man, it's crazy how like homebook.com and every freaking you know other website channel page on the internet, you know, wants to skew everything. But it's not like he's hurting for work. He misses being the you know. Of course, he's going to miss being the character. He's with the character eight freaking nine years. You know what I mean? So it it's just interesting to see how everyone likes to skew things um, in any direction. Uh, that they, you know, that they say it publicly, but it's all there on that, on that, uh, uh, on that uh, podcast show. And you can even watch it on YouTube. He streams the, uh, uh, he streams the video uh, on, on YouTube uh, as well on the channel inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. So if you want to, if anyone wants to listen to that, he says all of these things on, on the show. It's a great episode. He's fantastic. He's super open about like super personal stuff too. It's a very, very good guest on, on that show. And that's a lot of fun. Uh, but other than that, uh, I mean, 
there there's there's not much going on. I mean, we know we're going to get the flash in this season of Stargirl. I'm very excited to see how that fits in. Um, and maybe it has to do with some Green Lantern stuff in that show. Um, but, you know, now, now it kind of feels like we're just getting into that show. So as for the news, there's not much kind of going on on the DC side. Um, the Marvel side, we can kind of get into a little bit later. But uh, let's just talk about Titans. Uh, man, I, I, I really do like this show. How do you feel about the Jason Todd character itself? Like, how do you feel how they're handling it? How do you feel about the actor? How, how do you feel about all, all of it? Does it feel rushed to you? Does it, is yeah, it too much? I mean, I feel like this whole show is, is always very rushed um, just because they try to do um, kind of like a mini story within the whole story per episode rather than yeah. leading, leaving it on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Because each episode is like, like a full the, story, the first yeah. episode was Barbara Gordon. That was that was the title, and that was when we got a whole whack load of how Barbara was is mixed in with right. the with Dick and how she yeah the backstory up, yeah. How, yeah how she hung up the cape and is in a wheelchair. Like it all just kind of melded together. And then the second episode was titled Red Hood. Is when we got Red Hood introduced right. and bam 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 Red Hood Red Hood Red Hood. It was very and again then Hank and Dove. Next one was Blackfire. This one's called Lazarus. Which right. Is, so it's now. We, did we not? Did we forget to talk about the? Are we talking about both? Um, are we talking about two episodes of Titans here? The Blackfire episode as well as this one. Do we not I talk like, about the Blackfire episode? I don't know. I, I'm. I don't know if we if we did. Um, I, I really don't. I and if if we didn't, I mean, just to talk about it a little bit. The best stuff about that episode was probably, I don't know, did we? That was after, okay, so the Blackfire stuff, breaking her sister out of there and kind of like, yeah. you know, you're free now and we'll never talk about it again, which I don't suspect will happen, but sure felt like that. Yeah, it really <laughs> um, did. Uh, now, that was not during the episode with uh, Nightwing and red hood fighting and then at the end you know red hood's just gone and they're in the woods that wasn't that same episode that was the next one yeah no no no. that was the same episode oh but i don't yeah. know if we talked about that whole section they, of that episode they yeah. all yeah they all split up and uh dick took crane to the cabin jason yes found yes them and they, yeah. yeah 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 that was that episode because everybody okay, kind of okay, split good. up and did their own thing that episode right and then this episode picked up sort of kind of right after Jason Todd took off. Yeah, sort of. But kinda. it's a whole flashback. Yeah, the whole episode is basically, a, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's like everything's out of order. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. weird. And and, like, and that was good. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I liked it, but like you said, it was rushed, right? Like, because we got Jason going to Crane with Batman's stuff because Bruce doesn't want him to be Robin anymore. Uh, right, and he's he wants to go to therapy. He's going to therapy with Lee Tompkins, who is a character we've known from Gotham. Sure, sure, and yada yada yada. Right, and I I, I did like certain choices they made I, yeah. with, with, with this episode. Like, and I I mean I do. It's crazy knowing what we know already. So going into the flashback, you're like, okay, this kid's a young kid, 
kind of. Is, what is he like? Seventeen, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know how God, old he is he, now. He seems so goddamn young, dude. And yeah. and and that's fine. But then, but then it interferes with the idea of of him as Red Hood for me. It just doesn't seem like this kid. Uh, you know, I can understand his anger taking over. But it just seems like it's a little too mature for this specific, like, you know, adolescent, uh, you know, becoming this character. You know what I mean? It's it's just something I can't wrap my head around. It, it's yeah, a little I bit too much. According to the fandom Wikipedia, uh, he is 21 when he gets killed and then brought back. Uh, see, I don't buy it. I, I just don't. I, it's hard to suspend my disbelief with that. It re- just it really, it really, really is. Excuse me, but I, I don't know. It, it's just it's off for me. Even if he is twenty one, it still seems too damn young. He doesn't even seem like he's twenty one, and maybe that's just the way he looks. You know, in well, real I mean, life, yeah, the the actor was born in nineteen ninety eight, so he's literally just twenty two. Oh jeez, right? it's like, it, it was it's just weird. It really is, especially and not that they have to follow every single aspect of the comics. I know no one does that. There's no way they can unless they're doing an animated film or something like that. And even the MCU doesn't do it. But when you're looking at the kid and you know, you know, I don't know, there, there's there's a specific amount of time this character goes through, especially in 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 the comics um, that I'm literally just telling you to forget about. But it's just, you know, it's just weird. It just doesn't, it doesn't flow for me. So when we see him in therapy and everything, and it's great, we see him when he talking, uh, he's talking to Bruce Wayne and, and you know, and they're, he's divulging all of this stuff and, uh, you know, to both Bruce and uh, I guess not really Bruce, but Bruce knows, he knows what's going on. You know, he, he knows how, how things are, 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 you know, going with this, this kid that he's kind of raising. Um, you know, however long he's been there with Bruce and it's just, it doesn't feel real enough for me that he would, you know, I understand the whole arc of this character of the therapy and then the drugs and going to crane and then you kind of being, I guess being manipulated by crane and getting addicted and, and, and then, you know, that being kind of the fuel that brought him back after Joker killed him. And I understand why he went out and did what he did, at, you know, as this character, uh, you know, of Robin. But then it just it just doesn't feel right with him back as. You know, at least for me, it doesn't feel like it's right. I think they. I think they kind of shot their whole wad in in this season. I, I, I have a feeling that there will kind of would have been a better time to do this. Like it would have been a cool idea to save this for a whole damn season and have him like, have him die. And it just be yeah. like the thing, you know, the thing throughout the whole season of him being death, the grief, everything weighing down other shit happening while they're dealing with this would be awesome. And yeah, then save Red Hood for next episode week. one. Oh, he goes to meet the Joker and he's dead. Yeah. And in episode two, he's reborn. And <laughs> yeah, it just it I doesn't feel, feel right. 
It really doesn't. And, and the only way I can really kind of put it is just they rush this story so fast to capitalize on, you know, I, I don't know what <laughs> whatever Red Hood uh, fantasy they're, uh, you know, kind of conjuring up is in, you know, the pop culture zeitgeist. I don't know. Because, <laughs> I mean, Red Hood's an older character. And, yeah, sure, it was kind of huge with the animated movie that just came out, but what where, what wave are they trying to ride, <laughs> you know, or are they just trying to create a wave? I, I don't know, but it just it just felt rushed. And although at the same time, I still really enjoyed this episode, and I enjoyed the backstory and getting to know certain things about this character. I love the Lee Tompkins, you know, knowing Batman's identity and kind of being like the bat psychiatrist, you know, yeah. uh, that was, that's a lot of fun. And I think it's, it's really interesting that they kind of went there. And those are some of the choices that I really dug about this episode. And then her kind of, you know, she's like, I got stories about Superman, you know, maybe I'll tell you, <laughs> you know, that's interesting. Um, you know, I, they, they don't, they, uh, of all the big sort of things that they chose, like I, and you know, them, you already know my opinion on, but I, I like the little decisions they choose within uh, their, this big story. You know, I love the Crane relationship. I think that's so interesting. Um, I, I like the guy who's playing him. I think he's really, really good as the character. You know, kind of a stoner in jail and sort of reformed, but, you know, still has got his tricks up his sleeve. Uh, that's a lot of fun. I, I like seeing a, an older villain that now knows the secret, you know, the, the Bruce Wayne Batman secret because of Jason Todd. Uh, that's always really cool. And he's just like, you know, it's because he's like a doctor. It, it's interesting to see his reaction to that. Like, Oh, he's like, you know, it kind of makes sense, <laughs> you know, yeah. and he's not really offended by it, but he's like, I get it. <laughs> I, I think I think those are always cool moments. So I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, what what else do you think about the episode uh, past all the things we kind of, you know, talked about already? Yeah, I mean, it was it was an interesting uh, episode for sure. I liked it and I thought it was weird that they kind of just glossed over the Lazarus pit. Yeah, I mean, like, it was yeah, just... Uh... Yeah, we all know what it is, but it's like, if this is somebody's first ever watching Absolutely. a DC show, like, yeah, like yeah. Titans starting from one, and like you don't know anything else. Yeah, oh, that, that totally makes sense. into this pool, and he's now alive. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, that, yeah, I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, we, we have... Crane grabbing his dead body and taking him to the pit that Batman knows nothing about. And they don't explain anything, but he goes in there and his effed up face gets healed. Yeah. And he's like, where am I? And they go nowhere else with it. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a quite interesting take on, on all that. And I, I mean, it look, it's not, it, look, if they had mentioned any sort of Lazarus Pit nonsense in the Dark Knight trilogy, which, you know, absolutely could have been in there. And I, in my opinion, kind of should have. It was a missed opportunity. That whole series didn't go. Um, but 
And that would have been, you know, enough for people to understand what that is, because then it would have been a huge name. Like that is a giant series that really missed out on an opportunity to bring some kind of supernatural element to the racial ghoul character that you know was in Batman Begins. For sure. Um, and so I, I don't know, but they didn't. And like you said, yeah, it was a, a, a it's a bad choice to just throw in some crazy mythology, uh, you know, without explaining anything for one. And that was it was very odd. But I mean, if you're a fan, I don't know. I, I, I it's weird. Some of the choices are like really cool, and then other ones are like, "Fuck it, throw it in there," <laughs> you know. Um. But I, I, I still dug, I still dug the episode. I, I think, and I, was there anything else with anybody else, or was it all Jason no, Todd, no, it Bruce? Was all, it was and, all Jason Todd. Okay, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm. In, you know, is there one more? Is one more episode? But uh, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll kind of double up next week on on these shows. I still have to watch that. Yeah, there's but, not going to be a whole lot out this week. I don't think because. Well, there's Supergirl and Stargirl tonight. What if, yeah. obviously, tomorrow, and Titans, and then there'll be a... Uh, there'll be... According to this, there won't be a Legends on Sunday, so there'll only be one Legends to deal with. Legends is on Sunday now? Yeah, it has been for a while. All well, season. see, I just, I just I watch it after the fact, so I don't even know what yeah. day it comes there's, out. Yeah, so there's not going to be a Legends this week. Now, so. that's so odd like i mean that's just really weird uh that it's on sunday is and and, and the fact it's, that it's like coming out you know and it hasn't always been sunday this is like the first year it's been sunday uh yeah i think so i think this is its first year on sunday I'm not okay sure about the other seasons interesting uh all right well uh well, speaking of of legends and let's go ahead and talk about this this is kind of like this is the downfall of of all the stuff that's happened with John. Yeah, it was a um, very dark episode. Yeah, and I mean, and to kind of like just really summarize all of it, it, you know, his darkest magic side basically takes over, and the John Constantine we know is like gone, right? Like he's done. Yeah, and he wants all his magic. And he, you know, he he thinks he can get it back, you know, with the help of a bishop, who has you know stolen all the things he needs to steal, to to basically you know escape, and you know he's going to get what he needs to do you know his master crazy plan, which is uh, you know basically like destroy the world so he can restart it is very fantasy <laughs> in a way. Yeah, pretty much. Wouldn't you say? Pretty much. Um, and it kind of works like all uh, the whole time it, you know there's nothing else that really kind of goes on with the rest of the uh the cast right i mean other than him reacting to other characters that are in his way but who who is there uh well, we who kind of get there in there with him? spooner shows up and learns that oh we find out like, her whole origin her whole origin is there and that she is the fountain and it kind of comes full yes. circle there. Yeah, and I really appreciated that. And it, it was a great sort of way to finally fold her in. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I hate <laughs> that it took so long 
for all of this to kind of transpire. Sure. Uh, it was, it, you know, it, it really kind of upsets me that we went through all the craziness. It, it felt like we could have done everything that we'd done in about four episodes. And there was so much filler stuff that, yes. that could have just been, you know, after story, you know, just fill the arc with all the most important things and then, you know, go your crazy way and finish whatever you're going to do. But, and, you know, do your stuff with Mick and, you know, and his, the babies and kind of, you know, incepting the main story that only takes a few episodes to tell with all the things that they have. It just, it really dilutes the, the meaning, in my opinion, you know, and, and like yeah, all you. of, you know what I mean? And, and, I, and I love this episode. It was very, very good. And, you know, getting all the Spooner stuff for her mom and learning where she's actually from in time, which was amazing. And, you know, finding out she's from the past and was pulled to the future with her mind wiped and messed up and, and, and you know, thinking that she's this crazy, uh, you know, present sort of day Texan with some, you know, thinks that she was abducted by aliens and all this craziness. And like, yes, yeah, she was in a certain way, but going through all that and then now going full circle here and figuring out how, like, I, I can't save myself, you know, because it'll stop myself from, you know, the whole paradox thing. I loved it. I thought that was great. And what what exactly happens with her in at the end of that that episode? Like they she realizes they have to kind of go through with leaving her kid or leaving her kid's self to kind of go through that, even yeah, though instead of saving her. Spooner saves her mom and then goes back to try and make sure that she does end up getting the fountain because otherwise she Right, she 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 is basically the fountain herself. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, Constantine had was poisoned by Bishop. So when he attempted yeah. to get the the power, he is now died. He basically po- poisoned himself. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a crazy twist. Like he trusted the wrong dude. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was not. I mean, and he's a sleeper villain, man. Like. Really, really cool with all the, you know, everyone's, the whole time while he's around, they underestimate the hell out of him. And we saw that in the episode before, and we saw it way before in the very beginning with all the different clones and stuff. But him without the clone and it, like, relying on his, just his smarts and and cunning, like, all of that, like, they did not see anything coming, dude. And... I I really felt for John, man. Like he really screwed up, and, and in like just apologizing to uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, oh, Astra. At the I want to yeah, Astra. If you want to say Ava, but the, the captain. But yeah, Astra, and like how it's all his fault, and like where is everything going to go? I mean, we know we're going to get a different character with John. You know his john's persona or body i guess but it's you know where john constantine is gone john gunston <laughs> um sorry that was, you can yeah, that was, no, that's, that, was <laughs> yeah. that was a bad joke the uh <laughs> uh 
this the episode that just aired was uh finale, so Legends is over. Oh shoot. Okay, well then <laughs> I just went to yeah, IMDb and I'm like, "Oh, it's uh it's done." Okay. So wait, 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 wait. So the, we have one episode left we have, we have to talk about next week and that's the finale. Yep. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Man, I almost thought that the episode we watched was the finale, you know, and I knew it wasn't, but it was like, man, it could have really been the finale. Um, yeah, I, I think that the, the way they kind of they, they handled this episode and like the origin and whole culmination of this Spooner character in this one episode, like maybe really actually give a shit about the character. And it sucks that it took that long because, I mean, the characters, like, how much more can they really tell with this character other than dragging her along like every other character that they've, uh, you know, sort of put on the ship. But I don't know. I, it, it, it really worked for me in this episode. You know, uh, even though the episode before, I think, was one of the stronger episodes as well. And it's weird how up and down this show is for me. Because sometimes it's like, oh, it's fun. And then sometimes it's like, what the hell are they doing? And then they finally get into story. But I swear to God, how many episodes have there been this season? Uh, it's a 15-episode season. I literally feel like we've had about four good episodes. Yeah, I agree. And, it's, it, and this is so weird for this show, especially this far in. It's six seasons. This This season itself is by far the worst season. And and it doesn't mean I don't like this show. It's they just really did not bring it with this season. It it has been so good for so long, and I I think it's gotten too weird. And and maybe that's not it. Maybe it's just the way they're structuring their seasons because it's been really weird for a long time. And I think not dealing with uh, you know, earthly things and dealing with other space stuff, you know, like the Gary alien species and uh, I kind of, I think going that route was a big misstep for, it could have been good, but I think it was a big misstep this season. Wouldn't you say? Cause it's like the, the biggest departure from all the stuff that they've kind of dealt with in the series. Right. Yeah. I think they need a, a better arc for next season. Yeah, I think they, they need to figure out where they need to be um, and how, how to kind of uh, figure out a whole season threat that they can kind of work stories around because uh, this season really didn't kind of go there. But now, what the hell happened at the end of this episode with Mick? Is he dead? Did he blow up in the damn explosion? Oh, no, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. He was in a ball of fire, my dude. <laughs> oh, I know, but it's Mick. He's yeah, no. Yeah, but he still burns. I mean, he even kind of you know brought that up in this season. Like, I cover my hands up all the time because they're burns for my dad and blah blah blah. He fucking blew up trying to save his like alien babies. I think he's dead. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, unless the it ship be, saves him and heals him, it would be but, a shitty way for him to go. But I don't. I, don't I mean, it you know, burns and fire. You know. Die by fire. Yeah, it would be a pretty shitty way to go. But I mean, right. I, I don't think he's dead. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I'll wait and see, man. I'm I'm very interested to see how that is handled because that was kind of the big thing in that episode uh, toward the end as well. That was like separate from the John story. Like, 
John getting totally wrecked and dying. And, or I guess he's not dead till yet, you know? Uh, did he die, die? Um, did, I mean, did they show him, like, actually die? Or was it like he's dying, you know, oh, boo-hoo, and then they go to the other story, B storyline with the babies and saving them? and Oh, like, John dies, basically gets covered up by whatever like roots and shit oh right yes he's like taken over by yeah, the, so, uh, the yeah. earth uh, we the, basically okay. see him die yeah I would say yeah, to death yeah. and then uh, Bishop is going to do his uh, his thing and he set the bomb on the babies and they save all the babies but Nick gets uh, kind of blown up and we'll see where that goes but anyway I, I yeah uh, this is it was it was a good episode finally I'm hoping the season finale is just as just as good or better. It better be. All right. Well, let, let's go ahead and talk about this episode of Stargirl. And we'll save the worst for last before. What if Supergirl mm-hmm. was pretty bad, um, which is sad. It's always sad. But yeah, Stargirl, I, I really enjoy what's going on with Stargirl. I, I like uh, well, what do you think of the revelation of. Man, the revelation of uh, Chuck not being dead. Yeah, that was uh, that's kind of cool. Chuck being in, it, just in the in the shadow or whatever shades universe. Thing, yeah, the sh- the shadow like world that he you know drops villains or his uh, enemies in. Like uh, I I loved that so much. I, it's it was awesome to be like. Oh man, it looks so cinematic with like the guys in his cape and uniform, and he's you know he's just in the shadow darkness, and you're just like, oh my god, he's been in there for how long? And I was like, I love that so much. I thought it was so cool. It, it, it made me like actually give a shit about this character that hasn't like been around in the show at all, except for these goggles as an AI. And you realize like, you know, Beth realizes he's not an AI and. I was like, I love this. I, I thought that was so cool. And it's like, especially with all the things going on in her life with her parents, this is like another thing that she can kind of hold on to as like a parental figure, it seems. Um, and, and I think that's fun. Uh, you know, even though it sucks the way that she's going through as a, uh, you know, as a character. Uh, but I, I dug it, man. I, I think it's, it's really cool to see, hey, we might have an actual JSA member uh you know show back up like we may actually see a full-fledged jsa team you know where we know that we're gonna get um you know the flash that you know uh the uh original og jsa flash yeah in 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 this season i i'm, I'm very curious i'm very curious i love i love what they're they're showing us here that'll be pretty cool uh and, and and then I I love the revelations of the shade. Like we know what's going on with the shade. Like we we know his kind of plan. We when we figure out a lot more in this episode. But at the same time, our main characters don't believe it. And I think that you know after kind of going through everything, um, you know, with the main character, him, him like kind of sort of kind of getting sneaked up on or, and or vice versa. Like he, uh, 
he lays it all out and he's like, you don't know anything, you know, you don't know what I'm doing or why I'm doing what I'm doing, but I am not as evil as you think. And I was never a friend of these other villains. And I thought that was so cool. And I, I, I loved that he, you know, he's like, this is an evil that I think I can get rid of. That is, you know, in the midst of everything and everybody right now. And that could ruin like the world. And he's trying to be very heroic, it seems. And I, I like seeing this old villain trying to do something good because of the evil that he, he knows it to be, you know, especially with finding out, um, you know, whose daughter got killed. Was it, uh, it, it wasn't Chuck. It was a, a different guy's daughter was murdered, right? Yeah, I don't remember. And, yeah. and I can't remember whose daughter it was either. But yeah, so uh, I, I thought that was awesome. I, I love finding these things out. And I like how we're sort of on the same page with the main character, you know, at least now. But I, I like kind of going back and forth. Like we find stuff about the villains. You know, we know a little bit more about them, but the main character doesn't. And then the main character does. And then there's still more, you know, there's more questions and then answers and more questions than answers, but back and forth. It's not like, uh, you know, I, I like how they do it back and forth with the, the sort of secondary characters and the main characters rather than, you know, uh, leaving us viewers in the dark. We know something someone doesn't at all times. And I think that's kind of cool. Right. How do you feel about that? Oh yeah. I like having, being on the, the side of, uh, star girl and figuring out everything that she is figuring out at the same time it's nice yeah it, it, it's cool to to you know i like kind of seeing how like our main character will react to certain things the bad guy has you know knows and and, and does when we when we know it's not like villainous and stuff especially you know with the stuff going on with the shade like i love how he's just like i i will f you up and he's like, you need to stay out of this. <laughs> I don't need to tell you why. And even though we know why as the viewer. But he's like, just stay away. He's like, let me do this. And it's cool. I mean, I think it's it's really cool that they can kind of pull that off in this show. Because I don't, I don't think we really see that too much in other, you know, shows that we watch for, the, you know, for this show, yeah. uh, for the podcast. So it, it's kind of cool that it's a little different. But other than that, not much else was going on, especially with everybody else. I mean, we had a little meeting with everybody and we got the whole school thing with, uh, Rick, Rick, right? Uh, yeah, we actually, yeah. So uh, yeah, the, him like proving that he's, you know, studying and then he, you know, he's like, he wants, he wants like a dozen cheeseburgers for Grundy, which is still <laughs> something I want to see. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, not much else going on with Yolanda, uh, you know, other kind other than kind of being a little, you know, side character so far and no more green lantern, uh, or green lantern's daughter, uh, you know, if, if you want to go that way, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see where all of that comes back. Uh, you know, I, I want to know, I, I want to know what's going on with his green lantern girl and if she's going to show back. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like the Green Lantern. 
stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was good. I, I'd like to, I'd like for her to kind of figure out some things and be like, I'm back and I'm here to help. And I know a lot more than I did four episodes ago. You know what I mean? That yeah. would be really cool. And then we get to know a little bit uh, of a backstory or, or, or whatever. But for that's sure. a very powerful character that, you know, or she potentially could be. Uh, so it'd, it'd be cool to see more for sure. Okay. Now that we're done with Stargirl, let's go ahead and talk about Supergirl. Uh, I've got to be honest, this was an episode I didn't pay that much attention to. Um, it, you know, I, I got the sort of, was it, was it like the B story here a little bit with uh, Mia Noll and her trying to figure out you know, what's going on with her like dreams and trying to contact her mom. And it ultimately led to her teaming up with the, the Nixie character from the fifth dimension. Yeah. And she basically gives in and she's like, Hey, let me help you. And she's like, okay, let me get you out of here. Free you. So you can help listen to that owl. Yeah. And kills the freaking owl thing that you know was trying to warn her was just like you wouldn't come to supergirl about this you wouldn't ask her about nixie at all like really like i, I mean not that supergirl made it a thing or brought this character to anyone's attention but even just asking like it, it just seemed like a little cocky of her to just be like oh you're for the fifth dimension <laughs> you know, I know things like that. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. It didn't seem like very Team Supergirl to me. It just, she was just kind of going off on her own. And I kind of like, what are we building up to, or what have we built up to in six seasons? You just like, are, we're going to be stupid side characters and not kind of consult with our other superhero friends about certain things. It just seemed very, very off to me, but I have a feeling someone's going to die. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. There's not many. I guess there is a few episodes left, but it yeah. just seemed uh, it, it seemed off for this character to make such a rash decision. And I know it's very close to her and her mom and all that, but like trusting someone you don't know who's like invading your dreams and you know that's an imp from the fifth dimension that has these powers, that does these things. It just seemed like you know too much about this sort of being to let it, you know, get this close. Yeah, for sure. But on the other side, you know, we have Supergirl trying, what exactly was going on with her? You know, she's still trying to get an interview with Supergirl, you know, as Kara, and then... What was going on with oh, her and the other God, guy? I don't even care about what's happening on Catco anymore. I I know I I just I cannot stand the uh, Allegra character. You know, try and get an interview with Supergirl and the Super Friends stuff. And I, uh, I just, did I they fight I anything? I don't care. I I just I really can't re- remember what was going on uh, at, at all for real. It was such a poorly written episode um I, i'm really only remembering the trash monster from the episode before <laughs> it's just not very good there was like no john in in this episode no marshman hunter 
Um, well, he, he was he was kind of in it every so for the end because like this was wasn't this with the the that work to release program for the prisoners or whatever and John oh yeah just kind of shows up when he's needed (laughs) right at the very end he's there like hey I'm here trying to figure out this one thing that I'm doing privately yeah and let me help yeah 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 all these are being used against their will by the uh, uh, this whole organization that has kind of infiltrated the prison system by using these villains who have powers to do things and I, uh, I uh, you like know against their this, will. Yeah. We've had this story before, and I think the Flash, or maybe it was right. I don't remember which one yeah. it was, but yeah, it's 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 an overdone thing. It just and then we you know we have that story of uh, oh. We have the uh, um, the Jimmy Olsen sister you know, yeah. and the, her story trying to get you know information about these prisoners and then getting Supergirl involved and then they get they finally get their interview at the end after they save the day save these prisoners from being used and abused by the government and by this particular group uh, who works in a prison. Fine, you know, fine. This is like a B story. Uh, It's, you know, this is not, I don't know. It it didn't work for me. It was fine, but it it didn't, this is a B story. And they felt like we had two B stories kind of going together in this episode. Yeah. Uh, You know, with the Neonol Nixie stuff. I would have rather seen a lot more of that. And, you know, her bring in Kara and and you know trying to get a little more or even bring in a little bit of uh uh lena like she's in the episode like almost at all and she was in the episode heavy episode before lena's off finding her birth mother oh geez right see all there's just too much there it's too much stuff we don't know about these characters that are they're trying to you know, build into the characters in this final season, I think. You know, instead of just accepting, yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? I <laughs> it's not, not a very good episode. Not a very good episode. Uh, however, a very good episode of What If was last week. Oh, and God, it feels like so long ago already. I've, I've seen so many videos and things about it, but I'm better informed because of it. So uh, talking about it is it should be quite a breeze. But this episode was awesome. And it is the Doctor Strange episode. And man, we get double the Doctor Strange, which is so cool. So the episode is, you know, we get Doctor Strange. It's the same story as always, except he doesn't bust his hands up in the car crash. He loses Christine. Yeah. And I, I love that, you know, because in the original story of Doctor Strange, he's just in the car by himself. Like, what, he was going to pick up Christine. Is that it? Yeah. Now, in this one, he has already picked up Christine. So it's him on the way to whatever event that he's going to be, you know, uh, giving a speech at. And for this uh, crazy brain surgery, I don't know the crazy name for it, but I know what it is. And it was like this... Like you remove like half the brain to get rid of 
you know, whatever bad parts that are, you know, the ailments of his patients. Like he removes half the brain and he successfully did this. So that's what that procedure is. Whatever, you know, watch the episode again. But that's the procedure. Like you remove half the fucking brain of somebody. So he did that with like flying colors, apparently. And they're going to give him some crazy work. So he, you know, he, he has already picked up Christine and they just they cannot get out of the way you know they she ends up dying and this is what leads him to uh going to Camartage and becoming you know a sorcerer and learning these abilities and everything transpires the way dr strange the the film uh you know went which was very interesting i liked how they how they kept all that didn't you say that wouldn't you say that that was like kind of an interesting thing that like it was only the thing that made him go to Camartage and become a wizard and find these certain things. Yes. Uh, yes. That was kind of it was kind of cool. I, I really enjoyed that. You know, everything still happened as it would have, except it started differently. And for this universe, that was quite interesting to me. So then you know we figure out like he tr- he uses that. Uh, the time stone, the uh, eye of Agamotto, you know, before he realizes it's the time stone, uh, you know, and, and infinity stone and all that, or maybe he already did. And it didn't even matter, but he uses this power to basically do, you know, what, what, what anyone kind of would do is try and change it. You know, he tries to go back. He tries to change it multiple times over and over and over, tries to save Christine in different ways, take different routes and all this stuff not do anything she still dies like no matter what happens that paradox can't be avoided or the paradox will always be avoided by the inevitable wouldn't you say because the paradox would be the paradox you're right yeah it'll always yeah <laughs> yes it'll always happen it is one of the right it's like the time machine points, right yeah right it's like the time machine with guy pierce like his girlfriend dies he uses the time machine he was already building to go back and try and save her and you know, and, and he can't. And then the moon explodes and all that. <laughs> and, and yeah, so he, uh, you know, he, he, the grief just builds and builds and, uh, he figures out that there's a place that someone is able to, uh, stop or revert or change a fixed point or a, what do they call it? Um, what do they call it? Not a fixed point in time. They have a, a word for it. Yes, I don't remember the, what the word was. Um, but it, it, it is it is a a point in time that they cannot. Point. It's like an absolute or a constant point in time, right? So he uh, he finds a spot, and I love the parallels of certain things. Like after I watched it like the second time, you realize like and and the certain wordage the guy uses, like he like he knows. Oh, well, and before all this, uh, well, I guess was it before? Maybe it's the, it was before he, so he gets, he gets, uh, uh, contacted by the ancient one. Right. Yeah. And he's already known the ancient one. The ancient one has already passed, but because he went to the past to try and save Christine in this final you know time that he tried, he, uh, he was visited by a past version of the ancient one. And she's like, look, he's like, 
I, you can't save her and all this stuff. And, and, you know, if you're not going to stop, you're going to rip a hole in the universe and destroy it. And it's going to be really bad. And obviously she can see things, you know, with the path the strange has already kind of created in the universe with going back so many times. So she knows where the path can lead and she's trying to stop it. And in the process, she makes a decision to uh, shoot this blast at him, right? And then it takes him to uh, now. I feel like I'm getting out of out of place here. Is this before he goes to the other place, or was uh, this during? What do you oh mean? no, this was after because he learns. That he can stop a constant, right? Yeah, and it's kind of stuff. Yeah. So either either way, he goes to meet this guy. I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, he learns all these different things and reads all these different books. And he's in this temple for centuries and realizes he just needs power. He he needs you know so much power. To be able to uh, break an absolute, basically. And he starts sucking in all these different like entities so he can absorb their power and their, their being and their essence and all that stuff. But what did you think about that, dude? That was some oh, trippy shit. That was some real trippy shit. Like the gnome, and then he gets the yeah. cloak from the bug, and he's like, I don't do bugs. And he sends the bug back. <laughs> I thought oh, that was funny. So he's funny. like, I'm not going to suck you up. <laughs> You're a bug, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because then later on he's like sucking up dragons and and then the squid like the uh, the uh, the many angled one sort of creature we saw from the uh, the first episode with Captain Carter that was a cool callback. Yep. And you know, and then we get like he becomes so powerful and sucking up like these horned creatures and two headed goats and other shit like that. And it's just like super, super trippy, crazy, like horror movie stuff. And then like he realizes the watchers there as he's narrating for us, the viewer. And I thought that was awesome. Like we finally got to see the watcher interact sort of with somebody, you know, in the, yeah, uh, in the, cool. in the show. Cause he showed, I up, loved that. he showed up once and then like strange kind of notices. He's like, hello, who's there? And yeah. you're just like, Oh shit. <laughs> And it's like, he's becoming so powerful. I thought that was so cool. And then he, you know, he realizes, like, hey, I got the power now. And yeah. I'm going to try and save her. And then we realize that, uh, you know, it still, it still doesn't work, right? Or was this... See, now I feel like I'm getting so, uh, like mixed he, up. In he the realizes episode. that he needs to get put himself back together because the ancient one split strange and well right but he doesn't figure that out until he talks to oh oh that this is where it comes in yeah so he goes back to the temple he 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 leaves the temple or in the area where he was sucking up all the stuff and realizes the guy at the temple super old and he's been like he's been sucking the energy and these spirits or whatever for like centuries like he's been there keeping himself young with the time stone for centuries to absorb enough magic to do what he needs to do. And this 
you know, ancient sorcerer himself with two different colored eyes is like, like, dude, I'm dying. Like, you know, Yoda on his deathbed there in front of Luke. <laughs> and he's like, you're a split. He's like, you are, like, you are not a whole man. It's like, you're half a man. And I love the parallels, like, with that, like, just saying that to him and then him having two eyes. The only way this guy would be able to know that, not just being a sorcerer, but it feels like he may be too, it's like he is in both universes as well, but the same person at the same time. Isn't that, isn't that neat? Yeah. Like, so he, he knows what's going on. He knows what the ancient one has done. And then we go back and we figure out that the ancient one split him in two. So there are two different times. Like I, and I love this about the MCU and we knowing that this show is within the MCU. It's very interesting now, especially after Loki and all the time stuff. So there, there can be multiple timelines within one universe. And I don't know if that's just because now it's after everything that happened in Loki or, you know, or, or you know, I, I'm not sure. Like maybe this it's allowed now because the uh, uh, time is a muck, basically, after uh, he who remains is dead. I, I'm not sure if that applies or, you know, if this is still set before. I think it's after. It's just because time is constant. You know, it's a big circle. And it, it, it just can be skewed. How, do, how would you describe that? Would you say that, you, yes, it's after his death? Uh, and Yeah, that's very, I don't know. I would I would that, have that, to assume that this will, it is. yeah, it's after be, just because of all the timey-wimey Right, because of all the different universes happening, all the yeah. different choices have been made, and no one's been, you know, yeah. uh, kind of uh, uh, cataloging them and stopping them or whatever. Uh, that's kind of what I'm going at. So, like, now that the He Who Remains is dead, all these different things are happening, and they can happen freely. So, I love how the ancient one was just like, boom, now you're two. You know, and they're in the same universe, two different timelines running parallel in the same universe. All these different choices are happening. And I, I like how they kind of differentiate the like the timelines and universe stuff. Like it's still within the universe, but it's two different timelines. And I thought that was pretty interesting that they brought that up. And I think it might there might be, you know, something kind of going on in there. And I think it also kind of answers a little bit of stuff with Endgame and uh, you, you know, Captain America going back, you know, there can be two timelines in the same universe, Captain America being with Peggy Carter and, and you know, and then, and then and crossing over or vice versa, if that's possible, I don't know, but, but it kind of, it kind of gives you a little bit of, uh, you know, better understanding of certain things that have happened already in the MCU. So going along with this story though, the, Evil, I guess you could say, Doctor Strange. They say, well, <laughs> it was funny. So, uh, listening to uh, another uh, YouTube channel, <laughs> he, uh, Rob from Comics Explained, he's like, we'll just classify this guy as Sad Doctor Strange and <laughs> yeah. Happy Doctor Strange. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. we'll just do it that We'll do it the way he did it. So, Sad Doctor Strange is now super powerful with all these crazy, demonic, whatever, crazy power. Uh, beings inside of him 
and happy Doctor Strange, who did not take the path of seeking the power, uh, you know, uh, is is the other half that this other sad half needs to absorb. And and it's crazy that he had enough power to figure that out, uh, you know, to to break the timeline barrier and meet up with this Doctor Strange outside of everything, especially with this Doctor Strange realizing my universe is getting destroyed. I love how it's like ink blot, like floating, and like the, like the ink of the page or the the color is just like dissolving. I thought that was really cool how the universe is being destroyed. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, I mean, I guess these are sort of Black Mirror-ish, like all of them. But were you expecting the bad Doctor Strange to win? Uh, not particularly, to be honest. Right? But, yeah, like it kind of, it kind of does make sense that he would be the more powerful of the two. Sure. And win. Uh, well, right? absolutely. Right? Like, it does make I mean, sense. you always root for the good guy, you know, and you know who's oh, yeah, the bad guy. Sure. You know, if you're grown up right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, like, I was not, I mean, as cool as it was, and knowing, you know, this is, you know how TV is these days, the way that they can make these choices and make them the way they are. But, man, like, he is a very powerful Doctor Strange. And... You know, even though Wong gave the happy Doctor Strange the spell to protect himself, and it was just like kept getting knocked off, knocked off from all the little, you know, symbols on his face and the protection spell being wiped away. And I just, I loved, I loved how creepy it was. And just, it looked so awesome with like the, you know, the Jesus pose Doctor Strange overlapping on the, you know, sad Doctor Strange and him absorbing him that way was just, oh, I just, I thought that was so cool with him like coming together with their arms out. I thought that was such a badass, like, just visual. It, it looked so cool to see him absorb that other Strange. And then, you know, then boom, he's there to save Christine. Yeah. And it's too late. Like, it's just too freaking late, man. Like you've already, and even the other Doctor Strange, you know, good Doctor, happy Doctor Strange was like, dude, the universe is being destroyed because of this. And he was so blinded by, sad Doctor Strange is just so blinded by the fact that like, I could do this, I can bring her back. That he, he, he focused on the one thing, you know, uh, you know, more than like the universe itself. And uh, it didn't even matter. Because, I mean, you can't save the one you love if you're destroying the universe that she lives in. <laughs> you know? So I, I, I thought that was great. And they, they, did a, they did a fantastic job of just making you feel so sad for this character who just made a terrible choice. And, you know, just he was seeking ultimate power to do the thing that he wanted to for the person he loved. But at, like, the universe being the cost... And now he's stuck in this, like, it, it, is he gone too? Or is he too powerful to be gone? Like, I would love to see a certain, uh, you know, uh, I would love to see this character either come back and, hell, maybe we will, the, you know, 
was he the Doctor Strange? Did he in, in Spider-Man 3? Yeah. You know, way home. Like, that's all the big thing going on right now. Is this Doctor, did this bad, sad, bad Doctor Strange escape this universe? When the multiverse exploded, uh, has he crossed over into the MCU in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? Is this the Doctor Strange that's so weird who he, he'll wear sweatpants in, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the the snowy uh, yeah, they, Sanctum Sanctorum, even though it's not stuff. snowing outside? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very curious. Very sure. Right. It's very, very curious stuff going on here. Um, y- y- you know, so I, 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 I'm very excited to see what happens with everything and what kind of actually makes it out. Now, we know we're going to see Doctor Strange meet up with Peggy Carter, Captain Carter sometime in, uh, you know, in the uh, the series. When that'll come around, I don't know. Is it the same Captain Carter? I assume so. Which Doctor Strange are we seeing? A different one? One in her universe in the future? I, I would assume it's the same universe we met Captain Carter in. And being that every other episode has been in a different universe, maybe... I mean, we, we don't know if the T'Challa Black Panther we met is in the same universe as the Captain Carter. That's another thing. Like, which universe is which? Is this, is this Doctor Strange the only universe that is different from the other universes we've already met? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's different from the universe we met. I mean, I guess it could. And I guess, you know, it, it may not be the same universe or it may be the same universe as the one where all the Avengers died. So I, I would like to see, you know, a sort of diagram <laughs> of, of who is who in what universe and, and figure it out that way. But uh, we'll have to wait until uh, until later on, because then this week uh, in I guess tomorrow, man, it's already Tuesday. I can't believe yeah, it. Crazy, right? But tomorrow is the zombie episode of so what excited. if. So that's going to be really cool to see where that goes. Uh, I won't bring any really answers, I don't think, to what we've already seen. But there's still so many more, five more episodes to go. So it's plus this zombie one. So it's, or yeah, five more episodes now after the Doctor Strange one. So it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, other than that, there's like not much going on here. I mean, um, you know, I, I think it would be kind of fun to uh, talk a little bit about uh, Shang-Chi next week, or maybe we'll save that for some other thing. Um, you know, after you see that tonight and how uh, the M like, I would love to do an episode of, uh, you know, for some kind of thing, you know, with what, what we're, what we're, we've already been talking about privately, uh, you know, online and YouTube stuff. If we could do a, uh, what's to come in the mcu movies and like tv and kind of split that up uh into two different discussions with with the things that we haven't seen uh with the things that we do know and all the questions that have been presented um but but we'll probably we'll have to discuss that later but i love where we're going right now with it with with the what if so um, i'm just very happy how that's connecting it'd be pretty cool to see where everything kind of leads from there but i think that's that's the show um and you guys can uh you know if there's anything else you may, you may miss or anything you guys can reach out to us at superboobtubeboobs.com 
and uh, you know social media and all that stuff there, mostly on Facebook and all that. And uh, all of our social media stuff is on the website. And the old episodes and everything, you guys want to check that out. But that's the show. I'm Dante Sarekia. And I'm Tyler All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and keep on tubing. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.